passes in the air to right field. Back it goes. Mendo has done it again. Fernando Tatis Jr., a grand slam. Myers drives one out towards deep left center field. Back goes Heinemann at the wall. It's gone. Another grand slam for the Padres. Machado to deep left field. It is high, deep, and it is a grand slam. Friar Faithful, wow. This is why I stopped saying that new episodes were coming out once a week during this free agency frenzy period because, wow. I mean, the Padres just go out there and grab Xander Bogarts after missing out on offering both Aaron Judge and Trey Turner $40 million plus dollars more to come and persuade them over to a team that has a championship caliber potential. And we unleashed finally the AJ Preller of that we wanted. The, the Preller that is pissed off and absolutely wants to go bonkers. And he promised us one of those big bats at least to start off the free agency winter meetings and everything. And we got just that. Xander Bogarts is coming to the San Diego Padres. For 11 years, $280 million later, Xander Bogarts is a San Diego Padre. I was sitting there talking to my friend, playing on PlayStation at 12 in the morning, my time. And I was talking to him about how we can have Preller get his revenge. And sooner or later, you have the breaking news on Twitter. And I couldn't believe it. I, I had to write an article, pause my game right away, uh, everything like that. It was a quick one. I want to obviously talk about it more on here with you guys. So absolutely incredible so far. The job is not finished, however. But Xander Bogart's one step into the right direction, maybe, for this Padres team. We know we wanted to really get something big. Here's the deal. Trey Turner and Aaron Judge are not in the NL West. Judge never Went to the West, and Trey Turner is now out of the West. Xander Bogarts is not an L.A. Dodger. That could mean Dansby Swanson goes there, but by all means, go do what you got to do if that's the case uh, or whatever. But man, oh man, Xander Bogarts, <laughs> he's a San Diego Padre. Like, that that's crazy. He's one of the purest hitters in the game and has improved at shortstop over his career in the league as well. Xander Bogarts, man, is one of the most underappreciated hitters. I feel like no one really talks about the guy too much unless you're really a big Red Sox advocate. Otherwise than that, his game is overlooked, I feel like. So he really was quietly dominant over the past couple years, especially a late bloomer, you can say. And Xander Bogarts, among all shortstops the last five seasons, has an average of 300, which is second most, uh, second best out of all the shortstop class. Home runs are at 105. That's fifth best. You got RBIs at 400. That's first. OPS plus at 133. That's first. And a war combined at 23.4 within the last five years. That is second. That is second, man. Xander Bogarts fits perfectly in this lineup. One through four. Absolutely deadly. <laughs> Whether Tatis was back or not. I mean, we got to say that. So when it comes down to it, 
Bogarts really is a key piece to this. So, because Tatis ain't he back for 20 games, and if he is, question is, where does he play? Also, question is, does he need an off day? You have other guys around Manny Machado now, and now Soto, to just take off much pressure. Manny carried us. He obviously should have won MVP this past season and everything, but that didn't happen. He's the MVP in our hearts. Xander Bogarts is another superstar, knows how to be a third batter in the lineup or a cleanup guy. I'm fine with either or. Here's my take. I wrote it on the article. Might have to change it up a little bit because we don't know what's going to happen with Jerks and Profar. We don't know what's going to happen with some of the other guys, too. We don't know where Tatis is going to play. Even Bogarts and this Kim have a starting job. But I kind of wrote down, like, I think you know the first two are set. Tatis Jr. and Juan Soto. One, two. Without a doubt. Uh, if you don't have Tatis, if you bring back Profar, he's the one, in my opinion. Fairly enough. Unless it's HSK. And then you go down from there. You can go either Manny Machado or Xander Bogarts. I don't or Bogarts and Machado. I don't think you can go wrong with either or at all. Uh, both are gonna flourish. Now Bogarts this past year mm, split time pretty evenly between batting third and fourth. Batting third, he had 312 plate appearances. Really good splits with both parts of the lineup. Uh, At-bats, 275 overall, 86 hits, 19 doubles, 8 homers, 39 ribbies, 29 walks, 48 strikeouts. You get the idea. OPS of 850. Batting fourth, I'll go into it quickly, 301 plate appearances, 81 hits, so pretty similar right there. 306 batting average, 832 OPS. So very good numbers, whether he's batting third or bringing the guys home in the cleanup spot. I really like it. Maybe he bats third because Juan Soto's recruitment is one for one. And we don't know what is going to happen next. And him and Bogarts are going to be really close. Maybe there's that chemistry. I mean, you never know. It's baseball, right? And then Machado can go in that cleanup spot and then so on and so forth. I can live with that. I can live with anything. The most important thing here is that there's versatility. You know, it's about time that we got something going where we can't go wrong with an infield. And here's my take. Getting Bogarts, it's nice. I'm still a believer that Tatis can be our shortstop. But at the end of the day, maybe maybe think about at first when Tatis comes back, does he want to play second base, Cronenworth play first, or Tatis play short and Bogarts now that he has the money that he wanted, right? Play second base at times. I think he's going to be willing uh, I, I truly do. Look at Manny Machado. When he came to us, before he came to us, really, he ideally wanted to be a shortstop on the market. And then eventually, we said, here's $300 million and go play third base. We needed a third baseman at the time. It was going to be Ty France going into opening season. And next thing you know, Tatis and Manny Machado are that left side of the infield that we dreamed of. I still believe in Tatis in the infield. I, I truly do. But he's athletic enough to where I am confident to say, okay, put him in left or maybe put him in right because Soto is ideally a better left fielder. He's not the best defender out there. Uh, I'm not even opposed to any of these guys playing DH once in a while. Maybe if you want, if you're a little nervous with Tatis and you just want him to swing the bat, make him the DH if you can't bring back like Drury or Profar. We use Profar as a DH too. Hoping we can bring both of those guys back. Really build a lineup for 
for a good nucleus and a really good one through nine, it would be nice. I, I think that Bogarts fits well, and I think that's going to be something we have to worry about down the line. But more importantly, we got another superstar that we needed because if Tatis came back, every time he had the ball, every time he swings the bat, right, you're going to hold your breath. You're going to wonder, okay, please tell me you're not getting injured. Please tell me you're not throwing an error or anything. Xander Bogarts, on the other hand, has improved throughout his career at shortstop. Pretty fun to watch. Has a beautiful swing from the right-hand side. And he has great splits as well. Bogarts is just a pure hitter, just like any of these other guys we're mentioning right now on this episode. So, versus lefties this past season, Bogarts had 145 plate appearances. Not too much, still ideal. Really patient against lefties. 20 walks to 23 strikeout ratio. 382 batting average. 469 on base. A 569 slugging. That's an 1,038 OPS. Versus righties, he's still pretty dominant. I think he's going to do well in Petco. 286 average, 350 on base, 424 slugging. That's an OPS of 774. You're not asking for too much here. Bogarts is an RBI machine. You know? <laughs> so, he's going to get the job done. He gets a lot of hits. He's going to flourish really well in this lineup. And now it's just a question of what the Padres do with the field. Does Hassan Kim become available or does he play and improve his bat even more? Because look at all the playing time he had to get last year. And I'm, I believe in Hassan Kim. I do. And if that's the case, and if Tatis can flourish in the outfield or the D8 spot and he can accept his role, then I'm all for it. I, I really am. So it's a really big bat that this team is getting. Just more help and benefit of Manny Machado and the Padres offensive outburst and lineup. Uh, at the end of the day, it, it wasn't too bad. A no-trade clause, 11 years, $280 million. Not bad of a deal, man. The guy is a good hitter. Just turned 30 years old back on October 1st. So he's basically in his prime. A four-time All-Star you're also getting in Xander, right? So he's also won three of his four past All-Star awards since 2019. Last one came in 2016. He's a two-time World Series champ, so you're getting more pedigree with him and Juan Soto now on the team. And he's a five-time silver slugger. That's the most impressive, underrated stat, I feel like, on his resume. The guy can mash a baseball. He, he truly can. And the fact that he, he, he wants to improve on his work ethic and everything, he just wants to get better as he gets older, is awesome. I, I like players like that, man. They don't go chasing for the money. He wants to play here. I'm a believer in Bogarts for sure. We, so we pull the trigger. We get a guy like him. It's just a question now of what the field's going to look like. And I'm confident enough that Tatis's athletic ability and Xander's improving at shortstop can really just get something going. Even if you put Tatis second and Cronenworth at first. But I'm ideally ready to go with, you know, if you re-sign Drury, try and bring him back. And maybe keep Cronenworth a second. That would be nice. But at the end, if not, then you got to see what's out there. Currently, we signed David Dahl to a minor league contract. He can prove himself. Maybe he's our DH. I, I doubt it, but it would be cool to have him get an opportunity with us, see what he can do. So going to Jake Cronenworth real quick before I get back to Xander. Cronenworth, uh, I'm not afraid to play at first base at all. Cronenworth, this past year in 2022... 
has logged 20 games at first base compared to 147 overall at second base. Sometimes substitutions in there. That's why. Um, did not have any errors at first. Honestly, he's your most... <laughs> I think the easiest way to say it is like he could be your emergency catcher, Cronenworth. Like he's just that capable of doing that. And that's why I like so he's open to being a first baseman if he has to be. He's open to being a shortstop if he has to be. We've seen him make incredible plays. So Cronenworth, I'm not nervous about. If any of you guys are nervous about him slotting over to first potentially, I don't think that's anything you gotta worry about at all. Cronenworth will flourish anywhere he has to go. He's not trade bait. The guy's under team control till 2026, and he's a two-time All-Star, just like Trey Turner, who's been in the league longer. We got a gem in Jake Cronenworth, trust me. We truly do. Let's go back to Xander Bogarts, man. Seriously, I, I, I can't believe it. I can and I can't believe it, you know? like I'm fine that we didn't get judged. I'm, I'm fine that we missed out on Trey Turner. Because I'm a believer that Tatis isn't only an infielder or even an outfielder at this point. I'm, I'm a believer that Tatis is our leadoff guy when healthy. He's that spark. We don't need a leadoff guy. The Padres can steal bases if they get aggressive. Xander Bogarts is going to clean that up when we get on base even more. And it's not, it's relieving pressure not off Manny, just Manny Machado. It's relieving that pressure off Juan Soto having to come to a team again, get his feet wet, not be on a team that's basically dull in the dirt. It's it's different now. So Bogarts and him, I think, are going to really click. Uh, I do. And you know what? I was hearing on MLB Network that Bogarts doesn't deserve this kind of contract because he's a 15 home run hitter in 2022. Or, you know, he doesn't really hit a lot of homers. I can't stand about the game today, really. It's not all about the home runs. It's also about driving guys in, just being a really good hitter overall. Bogarts is a 292 career hitter. He's been hitting 300 and above three of the past four years. He gets on base. He has a high OPS in the 800s and above since 2018. He's he's good. He can hit. He can hit a baseball, man. He's got a great swing, and it's going to prove that with this franchise. He's going to prove that. I, I really like this move. I mean, yeah, I know I was opposed to it because at the same time, I was like, all right, well, we have more important things to do. And yes, we still do because I still think we have to go out there and get like a Carlos Rodon or Kodai Senga. Cause now that the Padres also gave us like a sneak peek in a way, right? They want to offer one player in Trey Turner, X amount of dollars, three forty something. They want to offer judge 400 to 410 million. Okay. Why not split that out into key players and key pieces that you need? So now that you got Bogarts for 280. If you got Rodon looking for six years, 30 a year, I don't think he's going to get six years, but what if you signed him to four years, 120, 110? That doesn't hurt if you're Peter Seidler or Seidler and team overall. Him and AJ Preller are having good communication here. Why not do that? Because we need an ace. We can't go in pitcher thin. We know what happened the past two years with that. Try and go out there. I really think Drury would be a perfect DH for us. And get him back. That would be ideal. Jerks and Profar, I've argued enough. I understand Tatis might play in the outfield, but Profar would be nice to bring back if he can. He wants to remain in the city. And with no shift, he's going to hit much better. Much better.
So this team's already pretty stacked. There's still more to come and all. But Xander Bogarts is a San Diego Padre. It's just, how are we saying that right now with a straight face? It just, wow. I, I can't believe it. I hope you guys can't. AJ Preller and to the whole team, you get a round of applause. Because, wow. Wow. All right, enough, enough. We got to wait and see till what goes on. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, it's unreal. I, I still can't believe it. I, I wonder how the team's going to look. I'm still in favor. I'll give you this before I really close out the show. I'm in favor of Bogarts playing at short, Tatis playing at second, and you get Cronenworth at first. Drury can be your DH. You can really be flexible with the designated hitter position. You don't got to go out spending a big amount of dollars on a J.D. Martinez who might be seeking a good amount of money. And then bring back Jerkson Profar. I really think he was a key piece to this team. He can be your kind of guy that you can focus on. Okay, if you don't want Tatis leading off, you don't want the same lineup. We know Bob Melvin. He likes to mix and match. Put him in the leadoff spot. He's going to flourish, man. Job's not finished. You got to go out there, get like a Kodai Singer or Carlos Rodon if they're going to spend this kind of money on one player. They shortened it down. 11 years, no trade clause, $280 million going towards Xander Bogarts. That's awesome. That may be a key pitch as well to bring back Juan Soto for cheaper. Not Maybe not much cheaper, but if he's recruiting him to the Padres, I'm sure for long term, he's going to want to stay long term even more now. Maybe he takes less amount of money because he wants the team to really get together. Maybe he's developing a really good relationship with the front office too. And hey, if we could build around that, that's fantastic. Soto knows what he's doing. He's a World Series champ. Xander Bogarts, he's a World Series, two-time World Series champ. So great things to see right here, man. Let's hope for the best. New episode coming whenever we sign Carlos Rodon. And yeah, there's that. And then we can get Carlos Correa for no reason. I'm kidding. But at the end of the day, the Padres did yet again what we thought, I guess, was the possible yet impossible. So in a way... Great stuff. Let's hope there's more in the tank. We really need starting pitching and not just desperation pitching. We need star caliber players that can really work efficient innings. That might mean next episode unless breaking news happens. And next thing you know, AJ Preller trades for Mike Trout. So I'll see you guys when that happens, whenever that is. See you guys then.